0: A lot of us can go through the motions of working out, but they're not really inspired. They're not really passionate about it. They just kind of unconsciously go to the gym and they get this very complacent body and they wonder why they're not happy. Or I have people who are so obsessed, the whole world's gonna look at me in three months and they are freaked out. And they come to me in this state and I'm like, wow, you know, you're giving the world way too much power.
1: Learn how to holistify your life with best-selling author and fitness expert, Greg Joujean Roche. Next on Change Nation from First30days.com. Greg Joujean Roche is behind some of the hottest bodies in Hollywood. He's worked with people like Leonardo DiCaprio, Demi Moore, Brad Pitt, and many more. But Greg's approach is very far from typical personal training. He's the founder of Holistic Fitness and believes that your state of consciousness controls how effectively you get in shape. Greg calls it conscious training. He also has plenty of wisdom on things like organic food, raw foods and cleansing. And he's here with us today on Change Nation to talk to us about the first 30 days of living healthier. Greg, it's a pleasure to welcome you to the show. Thank you very much. Greg, there are millions of us out there who are pretty unhappy with either our our fitness level or our weight, and it's consistently the thing that people want to change in their life. Why is it so hard for so many of us to get in shape, commit, and do what we know we should be doing?
0: Gosh, you know, probably (laughs) the clear answer to that is fear of the unknown, A lot of people go into a fitness program and think they can't do it. It's too big for them, or they don't have enough information, or they don't have a God's gift to have that body they think they could have. And it's really kind of fear-based. So I really, when I talk about conscious training, I try to bring it back to just... To basic things you can really control, like what you eat for breakfast, you know, going on a walk—really simple steps to kind of breed self-empowerment. Then all of a sudden, a little bit of confidence comes in there with with a little bit of information and a little bit of experience, and all of a sudden, boom! Wow, you know what? I think I can do this. This first step, and maybe that second step, and and I really geared towards my fitness as a lifestyle you can't just say okay i'm going to commit for this you know two week program and i'll change my body forever we all pretty pretty smart now in, in in 21st century we know that that's not happening so but to incorporate certain stuff like a proper diet a decent amount of exercise and a mindset that's healthy as well. And to create a congruency and a synergy of these elements and kind of just get on with your life, all of a sudden people start feeling really good. Two weeks, three weeks, three months, three years. All of a sudden they're like, wow, you know what? I really live this life And, and there's no more fear and it's really controlled. There's no gray area. There's no mystery. I'm in control of my health. I make my choices. I can eat bad and enjoy that horrific wonderful chocolate cake and get back on my program the next day. I I guess after all the bells and whistles and all the big celebrities, and they walk in the room with me, and I think they expect, like, I don't know, maybe the walls to part or the seas to change or whatever that expression is, and I'm like, hi, it's me, and it's going to be about working out. It's going to be about education, information, and I promise I'll give tons of inspiration. I'll be right there with you, but then I'm going to back up, and I'm going to have you go through the experience for yourself. So at the end, you're not like, wow, Greg, you're so great. No, no, it's like, you know what? I did that. I completely understand that. That was my experience. I can control that. And, and that is a secret to a healthy life.
1: So Greg, for people listening to this, if today, mm. today is the first day, what do they do? What do they feel? What do they think? How do we
0: start? Yeah. Well, boy, you need to take a big breath and honor that you want to start. So I have many tools. You need to address every area differently. So if you're going to start with your nutrition, I want you to get on a piece of paper. This is day one. This is your self-assessment. You're going to write down what you ate, how much you ate, and I want you to include liquids as well for three days. And if you can't remember back for three days, remember back just for the day. And then for the next two days, write it down. And I want you to put it all out of your head on a paper. And that's the first way to kind of really put things on paper, take it out of your mind, and you can grab it and hold on to it. You can crinkle paper up and you can throw it away or you can stick it on your fridge so you really see what's going on in your body. Fitness-wise, same thing. But we're not going to do it with paper. You're going to do it with how you feel. Just take a seat on the floor, maybe go into a stretch, maybe look in the mirror and see what's going on. Hi, this is me. Um, where, do, where do I want to change? Oh, boy, look at my belly. Or look at my butt. Or look at this great butt. Or whatever the circumstances are. And I want you to kind of write down your, your dream body. And then I want you to write down how to kind of get there. Now I don't have to tell anybody the secrets of working out. I guarantee we all know the answers. And it's obviously going to be like, cardio exercise, or I want to build a bigger bicep, so I'm going to do some some curls. I don't want to get that specific with this interview, but that's your physical assessment. You just put it down, okay? And then your other assessment is your spiritual assessment. It's your mindset. It's your perspective going into this. Am I really going to do this? And what I want you to do is kind of create a self-commitment. And you're going to say to myself, you know what? I'm going to give myself two weeks to really see how I feel. What are the circumstances? I want you to kind of be your own trainer and write down nutritionally what you think serves you best and physically what serves you best. And just commit for two weeks. That's it. Don't overthink it. Keep it simple and keep your mindset positive.
1: Where we go to fitness and we all know what we need to be doing and, yeah. and exercising. What's missing? Is it the discipline? Is it the, the plan? Is it the goal? Is it the inspiration? Is it a reason why we want to work out? What's missing for all of us?
0: All of that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Everything you said, I I went, yes, 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 yes. A lot of us can go through the motions of working out, but they're not really inspired. They're not really passionate about it. They just kind of unconsciously go to the gym, and they get this very complacent body, and they wonder why they're not happy. Or I have people who are so obsessed, you have no idea. The whole world's going to look at me in three months, and they are freaked out. And they come to me in this state, and I'm like, wow you know, you're giving the world way too much power, you know, or have people who just don't understand and they're not in touch with their bodies because they've been overweight their whole lives. And so we do a certain stretch routine. We do basic stuff to put them in their bodies so they can kind of start the steps. Um, it's really different for everyone. And that's kind of the thing about my company is, is that I try to give you a real basic stuff to do to kind of put everyone on the path. But everyone who I deal with, I ask exactly those kind of questions. So why are you here? You know, did you not want to work out? Never had the right tools to work out, the right information to work out. Did you not really care about working out? Where are you at? And I, I do an assessment with them. Um, you know, we do it for Spider-Man. The first thing I do is, you know, this guy's agile and quick. Everyone loves him. He's not a big thug superhero. He's a get in, get out quick superhero. So he needs agility, flexibility, speed. And I immediately go to, to say, a to McGuire and say, what do you like? What are you good at? What kind of sports? How were you as a kid? Did you enjoy? Were you the last guy picked for the basketball team? The first guy picked? And I try to get information so I can maximize his potential as well as the character's potential. And for everyone else listening today, it's so easy to kind of bring out your own potential. And I think we all know the answers. If we kind of, I hate this term, get out of your own way, but it's true. Give it a chance. Give yourself two weeks of a commitment. Everyone, you have the first 30 days, and I love that. I, I, I want to change my two weeks and make it 30 days. Because you need 30 days to really kind of root change. You need to commit to it. You're, you're worth it, people. You're worth 30 days. And just eat better, breathe, exercise, move the body around, and then reevaluate. It's not the rest of your life. It's 30 days. And I guarantee your mindset now versus your mindset in 30 days will be completely different.
1: Greg, what's the number one mistake that people make when they get started in that first two weeks or the first 30 days?
0: Yeah, they overstep their Hmm. bounds. It's like a New Year's resolution. You know, we also do the, the January plunge and changing their lives. You know, it's just slow down. First steps, baby steps. Get fundamental change happening that's going to last a lifetime. Don't try to do everything super quick because you're going to burn out.
1: You mentioned holistic fitness, which is yes. certainly a word that I think a lot of us are not familiar with. Is that looking at fitness as part of your whole life? Is it a spiritual element that comes into that yeah, that helps?
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's duality, actually, of what you're saying. I created Holistic Fitness for two reasons, because we were born in the entertainment business. So I went into the business perspective saying, this is a whole team. It's holistic. There's all these spokes in this wheel, and the client is the hub. The client is the axle. And all these spokes we have from stunt coordinators to organic chefs to soft tissue specialists to whatever it is. Um, And that's kind of the wheel. The holistic is the wheel. But then the duality is, yes, the other meaning of holistic is mind, body, spirit. I, I want the client to know what they're doing and have the experience because I learned way back when, actually to me more, a woman's will, everyone don't ever challenge a woman's will. And she will take a piece of broccoli and say, I will gain weight from this. And she is such a powerful woman. She'll do it. Her body will respond. And I realize, wow, as, as a company, I need to let the actor be a part of this process. It can't be just the Greg show. Show up here and do what I say and your body will be this. It doesn't happen. The spirit has to be involved, the person has to be involved, and with actors, when you bring them into the process, it's so incredible on so many levels, and I found out that their bodies change lightning fast if they're part of the process. So these production companies would go, Greg, my gosh. Their body completely changed in two months. What did you do? I go, no, what did we do? This was a shared experience. This was a give and take relationship. So that's where Holistic came from as well.
1: Do they have to work just as hard as anyone else?
0: Oh, yeah. Like I said, after all the bells and whistles, it's about working out. I try to maximize everyone's potential. I try to take all the guesswork out and really narrow it. So if we only have, say, two or three months, we do everything to get them in character shape. If that means dropping weight, then we do an extreme calorie count that maximizes every single output and input. And I don't want to scare the the listeners away, but we get real technical. We got to say, hey, if you got to lose 20 pounds and you're you're eating 1,800 calories right now, well, you're going to burn... 2,000 calories a day for me. We're going to adjust your calorie intake to 1375. And we do oxygen tests and VO2 max tests. And these, are, these are test guys where you can kind of know where you burn fat and where you burn blood sugar. We measure their heart rate. We get pretty scientific because obviously we have a lot at stake. I have a lot of money on these films, and I get phone calls from producers, and they're, they're intense. So I need to have the holistic spiritual thing, but at the same time, we need to have tools, structure, system, education, and the best people on the planet taking care of these clients.
1: So what small things can someone do who might not necessarily have unbelievable trainer Mm -hmm. and and unbelievable resources to really get going? What are things that apply to everyone?
0: Absolutely. You want me to give you a great weekend. Everyone, go green for a weekend. Take a weekend and literally wake up in the morning and go to your local juice bar or wherever you want to do and do like a wheatgrass shot. And follow it with a, with a green, vibrant vegetable juice like spinach and kale. And you can throw some green apple in there for some sweetener. And then have a big salad for lunch. Have some soup in the afternoon. Make it green. Then have some grilled vegetables at night. It will bring down inflammation in your system. It will alkalize your system. You'll lose some weight. Um, and it's a kind of a, a great little way to kind of set your intention, to kind of create a little mini commitment. You'll feel so good after giving that to yourself for the weekend that maybe you'll want to go more. Maybe you want to go green once a week. Then you can make other goals, like I'm going to walk for 45 minutes every other day, you know, just stuff like that. And I just try to, kind of, I try to create commitments. I think a lot of people get real excited, will hear my voice, and they'll go, wow, I'm going to do this, and this sounds great, Greg. But you know what? It's all about follow through. You know, I love the excitement, but you've got to take excitement, and you've got to carry that and heighten that excitement in week three and in week four. So at the end of 30 days, you're feeling even better than when you started. And that's really hard for some people. They get down on themselves, and they don't feel the... the, the The benefits are there. They don't feel like they think they need to be feeling. And they, they have all these prerequisites. And they go into this thing with all this baggage. And I say, please lose your past references from your training experiences, your past diet experience. Just make it a fresh day. Just show up, be kind to yourself, be smart and commit for 30 days. Eat better, do a little bit of exercise and then get more specific as you get more into it.
1: Greg, I'd love you to walk us through what is normal to feel and to expect in the sure. first 30 days, what's normal?
0: The normal is, you know, let's take break it really quick into categories. If we're talking nutritionally, it's tough. If you're going to start, I want everyone to really realize, if you start eating healthy, and we all know what healthy is, you know, if we start eating salads and, and, and really lean proteins and we cut out our cookies and we cut out our ice cream and we cut out our soda pop and we, eat, we drink more water, well, your body that's been geared towards this other way of eating is all of a sudden going to be searching for those sugars, those ready available fuels, right? Coca-Cola, things that we should not be having in our systems. They're they're these artificial sweeteners and these fuels, I call them, that our body can tap into immediately. And when you don't have that, you might get a little lethargic. You might get a little cranky, (laughs) you know, and you're definitely not going to feel the norm. And you're going to go through a little bit of a transition. And in that transition, I have some people who go, you know what, Greg, you're crazy. I felt better the other way please, just don't judge. Just go through it. You're going to feel a little funky after your system kind of is searching for the sugar and it's not there. But you know what's so great? Is that your body will find its energy from other places. So you'll search and you'll grab, oh my gosh, there's fat. What do you know? And everyone's fat is the most efficient fuel our body has. The problem is is your poor diet and your poor eating habits gets in the way, so your body never gets a chance to kind of dig deep and take the fat for fuel. And once your body gets connected to that and takes the fat for fuel, your energy will be sustained. It will be great. You won't have these dips. You won't have these, these these tired surges at work. But you've got to get your body on that path. And it takes a couple of weeks for your body to acclimate to a new way of eating. In the physical realm, you're going to be sore, you're going to be tight. Um, you're not going to be very good at working out. You're going to feel things in your joints. You, your ankles may hurt. Places that you'll never feel pain in again. You might feel for the first time because your body is going, hello, what are you doing? What are, you, are you exercising? No, 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 no. And it will go into your knee or your lower back or your neck. And again, same thing. Greg, you know what? I felt better before I exercised. You no, know? stop. Don't judge. Get through it. Your body will acclimate just like your diet does. And in 30 days, you're going to feel so much better. It's just a different set of circumstances, and it's a different way of looking at things in 30 days.
1: These are all good signs.
0: Great signs. If you're sore from doing a run, congratulations. If your knee is a little sore from doing the run, don't give up. It's okay. Your body will adjust. It just didn't know what it was doing. And, and, And that's where I, as a trainer, will get specific and try to put you in your body and say, okay, why are you feeling in your knee? Well, probably because you're, you're leaning forward too much or your gait's not clear. And For me as a trainer, I, I try to guide them so we take the pain out of the knee and put it where it belongs, like in the butt or somewhere where they want to lose weight. And as me talking to you today, I would say same thing. People can self-assess when they run and they feel it in their knee. They're probably putting pressure on a certain spot of their knee. is making them hurt. Or if their lower back is sore, well, probably because they weren't pulling their stomach in tight. Or they need to address their belly. And lose a little bit of weight so their back has a little bit more support and they're not so deconditioned in the stomach. All the stuff that I'm saying I hope is pretty basic and understandable and certainly I think intellectually understandable, but I hope intuitively as well. I hope people who are listening go, you know what, he's right. He's not giving me some crazy diet. Take a moment, assess, see where you're at, and the answers are right in front of you. They really are, and you just got to commit to it.
1: Greg, some people love different workout methods, yoga, mm-hmm. Pilates, dance yes. classes. Can yes. you get fit, get healthy using something that you love and, and avoid the running, avoid the weight training? Absolutely,
0: absolutely. There are so many different forms of exercise. That's again why holistic fitness, we have so many different spokes. So I always say to my clients, we can get there a hundred different ways. Let's work together. and Let's get a way, get there in a way that you actually enjoy. You know, why not play basketball? Why not do a, a dance class? Whatever you want to do that makes you physically fit, go for it. On top of that, people will say, okay, Greg, I get that, but you know what? I want this. I want a tighter tummy. I want a bigger bicep. All of a sudden, they're getting kind of specific with their with their desires, with their body. And the key is the more specific you get, the better in shape you get. So... I love that people want to try a variety of exercises. It's really great. But in the variety of them, you got to start kind of saying, okay, you know what? That one serves the body that I want better than this one. I enjoy that one, and I'll do it for fun. But if I really want this certain body and I'm kind of on a program, I'm going to stick towards this other exercise that I might not love. But I kind of intuitively, again, know that, that that's kind of serves me better. I, I need that. So, so people start kind of compartmentalizing their training, you know, they're realizing, well, for my cardio, I want to go swimming, but I need to do an ab class because I need to work on my belly. And actually, even deeper level, I need to really focus on my diet because we all know that diet is truly what gets your belly thin in, in, in congruence with exercise. Craig,
1: before I want to jump in and talk much more about diet and nutrition, I have one more sure. question on the fitness exercise front. What do I tell myself when I don't want to work out and it's a long day and I'm on the couch? And Are there any magic words I can can recite and will make the difference and will get me going up and going?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. There's so many things that you can do. Self-motivation techniques. I do mantras. You write down something that motivates you. Get your butt off that couch. You know that you promised yourself that you're going to actually do it this time or, or something like that, and, and stick a mantra like on your fridge or stick it in your bathroom. And when you're feeling kind of, Ugh, I don't want to go, you know what? Read that mantra. Make that promise to yourself. Hush, hush, hush. Shut your mind up. Go to the gym. Go outside. Don't eat that brownie. Just do it. You just got to make the decision clear in your mind, and don't second-guess yourself. Don't go all oh, but this or all oh, but that. And the key is to if you are going to do that and you're not going to go to the gym or you're going to have that bad meal, please enjoy it. Go for it. If you're not gonna, if you're gonna be on the couch, I want you just to get into that couch. So when you're done with that, you can truly say, okay, I really took a break and then get back on it. Don't take a break and then beat yourself up for two days. It's it's such a waste of time. Guilt reinforces who you are not. And guilt probably makes you fat in the end. Absolutely, it makes you miserable. What's the whole point of this whole conversation? Is happiness. Health is happy. When you feel good about yourself, you're happy, period, bottom line. And guilt is not a happy thing.
1: So what foods make us happy? What foods is the body craving would Boy, send you a thank a, you
0: note? That's a loaded question. I'll tell you, nothing, nothing satisfies the body more than butter fat. You know, when, they, when you come down to science, what makes the body emotionally happy what makes the body physically happy and what nutritionally satisfies our body? The problem is, is, you'll find that our blood has been calibrated and adapted to the way that you eat currently. So if you switch a diet, just like we talked about how your body will switch for fuels, you may be a bit cranky when you switch a diet. Same thing, you're not going to get that satisfaction. I have clients who would do a big audition and if they did really well, they would treat themselves and you get emotionally attached to food. I'm sorry, we all know that. I'm not talking anything different. And it's powerful. So when you say what's emotionally satisfying with food, at the tough one. it's usually what satisfies you and what you're used to in your patterns of eating. And when you change your patterns to healthy eating, a lot of the times that emotional hit so to speak, is not there. And that's when you get cranky because you want that. You want comfort. You want to be happy on a nutritional level. So you reach out for that, whatever it is, cookie or or even a little snack that makes you happy and it's not there because you're on a so-called diet. But you'll find that when you eat differently... And again, you commit to eating differently, then you'll recalibrate your blood, and you'll recalibrate your sensitivity to food. Your satisfaction from food is as crazy as it is, food that you thought you couldn't stand. I guarantee you'll crave and get equal satisfaction from it. Um, I, put, I do people through cleanses. We do really intense cleanses where we alkalize your blood, and we, you do really high-fiber Um, vegetable juices and all this crazy protocol for 11 days and people go into it with headaches because they drink wine or they have coffee and they have some, you know, they, they, they're miserable and they get through it feeling so good that when they try to go back to their old way, like having a cup of coffee or, or having like a piece of chocolate cake, it just totally overloads and saturates their system that's super, super clean. So it's all it's all about where you're at, where you want to go and how you change your body. So
1: Greg, three foods that everyone should add to their diet and three that we should diminish, if not completely take away.
0: Sure. Everyone should add avocado a super green vegetable, say asparagus or spinach. Any essential fatty acids, those are found in in, in almonds, seeds like sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds and make a little baggie full of of mixed seeds and, and nosh on these seeds throughout the day. These little tiny seeds are so packed with fiber that they will actually make you lose weight.
1: Which three would you take away or significantly minimize?
0: Yeah, soda pop, potato chips, ice cream.
1: Okay, keep, uh, I think keep. butter
0: fat is the kiss of death. It is so hard for your body to get rid of that saturated fat, you guys. You have no idea. Ice cream packs in fat, and it gets comfortable in your body, and it will not move without a lot of work.
1: Greg, give so, me another, give me another yeah. two, because now I'm writing them down.
0: Sure. Um, bad protein, like hormone-packed chicken. Ugh. Please be careful. If you're going to have it, I'm a big believer in protein. Don't get me wrong, but make it hormone-free. If we knew behind the scenes what these people do to these meats before we consume them, it's horrific. And the last one would probably be cheap bread, anything bad with starch, just your empty air bread. was like, what is that? I have no idea. Put it in room C. And what is room C? It's your fat room. I don't want to deal with it. Just close the door. And all of a sudden, you're like, Wow. I'm gaining a lot of weight because you're eating crappy foods, everyone. You need to eat nutritionally dense foods. Greg, okay?
1: you mentioned organic and I think you also mentioned cleansing and raw foods. And I know yeah. how passionate you are about those things. Yeah. Should we really all try to eat organic despite the, the extra cost?
0: I think you should try to do it. I, I think when it comes to certain things if financially where you're at and stuff like that, I'd really focus on hormone-free proteins if you're going to eat proteins. Um, if I can't get organic apples and I only can afford conventional apples, that's, that's, that's fine. Do your best. I think life is about balance. I do believe in, in a raw component. I don't believe in completely raw at all. I have a sensitive belly. And if you give me all raw food, ooh, it will wreak havoc. I need steamed. I need to be a little bit cooked. That works for Greg. So everyone has their own individual needs, But I believe in balance. I think a little bit of raw is fantastic for your body, the enzymes. I think having salads with just roughage, lettuce, go to the next step, everyone. Just take the extra conscious approach. If I'm going to have a salad, I'm going to put half spinach and half another lettuce in there. Actually, I'm even going to add vegetables in there. Just make every choice a little bit more. Heighten your experience. If you're going to go walk, walk for half an hour. Surprise yourself and walk for 45 minutes. If you're going to drink a liter of water a day, surprise yourself and drink a liter and a half. Just make the extra effort. It's in the extra effort that will change your body and it will change your spirit as well. I'm telling your body, go, you know what? Thank you for that. Thank you for the extra effort. And you'll feel so good about yourself. And that will transcend. And people around you will feel that. And things will pop up in your life that you never thought possible. I guarantee it.
1: Greg, for people who have long work days... What are the best yep. things to snack on? Because I think that's where a lot of yeah. us sort of get into trouble.
0: Raw almonds are fantastic. You know, almonds are such a good snack. If you believe in protein, you can get you know turkey slices. I know it sounds. Oh gosh, I gotta bring my Tupperware. My bag used to work. Yeah, you do. Get over it. It's fine. Stick a bag of almonds in your drawer. Stick a bag of seeds in your drawer. Make sure that you're drinking, you're hydrating. You should get up every 20 or 30 minutes and stretch. Why? I'm on the phone right now talking to you, doing this podcast, and I am actually in a hamstring stretch. Crazy, because if you sit too long, it's called sitter's disease. Your lower back will start to kill you. You should get up and stretch. Keep it open. Just because you're working doesn't mean you can't take care of yourself you know. So, I'm stretching right now, Greg. It's for you. Uh, yeah, isn't it easy? Yes. I mean, why can't I talk and stretch at the same time? What's the big deal? Why do I have to suffer? How good for you? You know, you took action. You made a a, a job that you know you can't change. you got to work, you know, 10 hours a day. So be it. But you took care of yourself in the same breath. And that's what it's all about.
1: Okay. For all the women out there, I know bathing yep. suit season is
0: very, Hello, ladies. Oh, yes. very quickly approaching. I'm talking all curse- I get all day long right now is the to- swimsuit crunch
1: exactly what what's totally doable in the next month or two how, how, what what would you say
0: what I've been saying we got to kind of generalize it this is for weight loss women who want to lose some weight to look good in their bikini what you got to do is you got to just focus on eating super clean okay what does super clean mean no crazy sauces no salts just keep the food really clean. Keep your fiber really high, and you got to keep your fat content really high. Good fat. And good fat is, what, omega-3? You should go out and get an omega-3, omega-6, and omega-9 fat supplement. Get your fats in there. Your fats come from seeds, almonds, avocados, fish, olive oil. You can get your fats in other ways. If you need high fiber, a good amount of fat, lean, low-stress proteins. What does low stress mean? Low stress means you need to get in and get out. Go into the body, your body grabs what it can, and it gets rid of the rest. You don't want to have some crazy steak full of fat. You don't want to eat a hot dog. You want to keep it really lean and clean, okay? And then in your exercise world, if we're just talking about losing weight, same thing, consistent. You want to do cardio. But more, more importantly, you want to do sustained cardio, which means you've got to keep your heart rate at a certain level, okay? And what that means is a certain level is not out of breath, but you're working. I know everyone listening knows that level where they're at. They're on the edge where they need to focus, but they're not hurting themselves, but they're, but they're challenging themselves. And you got to stay in that, in that realm for 45 minutes, four days a week. And you can do whatever you want to do. You can walk, hike, walk on your head. I don't care. Just get your heart rate up and keep it up for 45 minutes. Just keep it simple right now. Eat well and do cardio and commit to both.
1: Perfect. Greg, the way we end all our interviews here on the show is we ask all our experts the exact same three questions. Great. So here they are. They'll take about a minute. What is the belief that you personally go to during times of change in
0: your life? Trust, faith, and just, just be present and focus on things that I can control. I know when I get real stressed and, and times are tough, I try to remind myself to be grateful. And I try to focus on things that I've done and people who love me and just put myself in a happy space instead of freaking out. Here's the next
1: one. (laughs) Fill in the sentence. The best thing about change is?
0: Is change. Change is great. Change is exciting. Change is is fearful. Change is is threatening. It's all. That's what we do. It's what we're here for. Your photo album of life needs to be colorful. Change is intense. Change takes courage. Absolutely. You know what? Go for it.
1: Greg, I always knew you were one of us. Certainly a change, change optimist. And here's the final one. What is the best change that you've ever made?
0: Um, I was burning, burning out and just working so hard and and, and and sending these trainers on these fabulous movie locations that I used to go on myself. But now that I was controlling this company, I could never go on. And and uh, I was working with Juliana Margulies on a, on a on